Welcome to the True Vine Podcast. Wherever you are listening, we hope this inspires you, builds your faith, and brings perspective that God is moving in your life. Enjoy the message. Amen. If you're at home or you're here with me, we're going to stand in honor of the word of the Lord. The gospel according to Luke chapter 17. The gospel according to Luke chapter 17. Praise God. Verses 11 through 19 reads, And it came to pass, as he went to Jerusalem, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there he met ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said to them, Go show yourself unto the priests. And it came to pass that, as they went, they were cleansed. I want to pause for a minute. I want you to notice the last three words there. They were cleansed. I'm going to loop back around to that. Verse 15, And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, and with a loud voice glorified God, and fell down on his face and at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answered, said, were there not ten cleansed? That word cleansed again would become important in the message. But where are the nine? There were not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. And he said to him, arise, go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. The word whole there will be significant in this message this morning. I'm going to preach to you this morning on this title, From Hopeless to Great Full. Hopeless to Great Full. Heavenly Father, again, I pray for everyone that's attentive to this service. Technology, on-site, online, that their hearts and their ears, God, will receive a word of hope, a rhema, in uncertain times from this pulpit, a clarion call, a voice that is tethered to the outcome of God's preference. As we lean into the scriptures and verses and chapters today, God, speak into your hearts of your people, into the body of Christ. I anoint this from earth. I pray, God, that you would anoint it from heaven And let it all be so in Jesus' name. If you receive this, would you shout amen? Amen, amen. God bless you for standing. If you're standing at home and and here, you may be seated. Amen. From hopeless to grateful. The outset of my message, let me just wish everybody a great big happy Thanksgiving week. Happy Thanksgiving week to all of us. And may God keep us healthy and may God keep us safe. I want to preach to you this morning about hopeless and grateful. What is the difference? They are contrasting. They are opposite ends of the spectrum. If you were to look up the word hopeless, it would give you the definition of beyond optimism, desperate, without hope, despairing, impossible to accomplish, solve, or resolve. That is the definition of hopeless. And maybe some of those definitions and descriptions you have found yourself in this year 
because of where we find ourselves deep into a pandemic, beyond optimism. Maybe you have felt desperate, without hope, despairing, impossible to accomplish, solve, or to resolve. But let me give you the other portion of my message about grateful. Grateful, according to the dictionary, is warmly or deeply appreciative of kindness or benefits received. Thankful, expressing or articulating by gratitude. I know we live somewhere between the less and the full. I know we live somewhere between hopeless and full of gratefulness or gratitude. I like the quote here of G.K. Charleston. What he called gratitude was the mother of all virtues. If there's one thing that I've learned in this time of shelter in place and pandemic is to begin to think about the good things that we have in our life not what we're missing, maybe not what's stripped away from me, maybe not what I wished I had, but can we just sit back and say, hey, I'm grateful for what I have and what God has done thus far in my life. This is just a little portion of time on the radar screen of a pandemic of who we are, but it does not define us, Brother Tony, and it does not define me who I will be and I'm going to be, but I am a child of God, and because of that, I am not going to be hopeless. I'm going to be grateful because God does all things well. Can you shout amen? Amen. And so it's a virtue. Virtues maybe at times are something you have to cultivate, something you have to strive for. Maybe a virtue does not come natural, and maybe you're not a natural grateful person. Maybe you're not a natural optimistic person. Maybe you are pessimistic. What does that word mean? Is Hey, I look at things in a negative manner. I look at things from a dark side. I don't want to, but that's who I am. Conversely, an optimist will say, hey, it's going to turn out okay. They're looking for the good. They're looking down the road. They're looking for hope, and they're trying to find something that would tell them and cue them in that, yes, everything's going to be okay. And so as I preach to us this Thanksgiving week in the pandemic, I want you to know there are still things to be grateful for. You can be full of gratitude and the virtues that God brings to our life. But if I'm focusing on other things that will distract me, and I'll be thinking like the ungodly, and I'll be thinking like people that don't love God, and I will get sucked into that, And if I'm not careful, I'll forget about where God has brought me from out of darkness. And I've been living into his marvelous light, although maybe right now the light is dimming. But let me tell somebody here this morning, or if you're watching online, when you look back and you see how great God is, and you look back to where he brought you from, this year is a small portion of what my life is. It's not who I am. I will not finish this way. Why? Because I'm going to be grateful in the time of hopelessness. Amen. Amen. One of the most significant changes that God wants to make in our hearts and our lives is to transform his people into being continually grateful. Look what the Lord hath done. The song says, he healed my body. He touched my mind. He saved me just in time. You see, the songs that we sing here, the praise and the worship courses, and those that are on your playlist are bringing some virtues to your life of gratitude. They're not negative. They're not bleak. 
They're not condescending. When we lift our voices in praise, it's always magnifying where we are and who God is and how God's going to make everything become okay and he's going to turn our darkness into light and our mourning into dancing. What do we do? We are singing those songs by faith. But if we're not careful, we forget some of the songs and the meanings and it becomes a habit of something we've just memorized. Like you memorize the ABCs to the little tune. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, A, B, C, D, E, F. You memorize it. But it brings no power to my life. It's knowledge that's necessary, but it's powerless knowledge. But when I begin to sing the praises of God outside a memorization mindset and realize what I am singing is declaring what God has done and will do and can do. And that brings hope to my life in a world that right now probably is hopeless. And so, yes, I want to work at continually being grateful. Psalms chapter 30, verses 11 and 12 says, Thou hast turned, me, turned for me my mourning into dancing. Thou hast put off my sackcloth and girded me with gladness. To the end of my glory may sing praises to thee and not be silent. O Lord, my God, I will give thanks unto thee forever. Someone shout forever. I will give thanks unto thee forever. Would you say that those verses reflect your life and your attitude right now? Would you say that the sentiment of the writer here says, I will give thanks unto God forever. I will not be silent. Again, my friend, my message title is I'm going from hopelessness to being very grateful because I want you to know that if God has filled me with his spirit and I am full of the Holy Ghost, somewhere in the context of who God is and how he works, I've got to be grateful because God is a grateful spirit. I'm not hopeless. Why? Because he has filled me. He has spoken into our life as a born again child of God. And God brings things that are good. All things work together. I can't get away from that, Brother Blair. All things work together for the good of them that love God and are called according to his purpose. Brother Tony, it's going to work out okay. So I'm going to be grateful on the front end rather than being grateful on the back end. You see, you got a choice here. I can be hopeless here. I can trust, walk with God, and then be grateful here. But what faith says to do, hey, how about I'm grateful as I'm journeying in this situation. So when I get down here where God is, I realize that God was grateful here. He's grateful, grateful here and grateful here. Why? Because I love a God and I trust a God that does all things well. Have you been born again? You got God's spirit inside of you. I don't think there's any room for a hopeless spirit. I don't think there's any room for a hopeless attitude. And I want the verses here in Psalms to reflect who we are. It's rare that you meet someone that displays this, isn't it? Maybe, or maybe you do or you don't. But instead of continually grumbling about the circumstances, God wants to radiate through those circumstances with a spirit of thanksgiving. I know we can look at things and they can be bad, but God wants to radiate through this with a spirit of thanksgiving. Let me tell you something, Brother Nolan, you did a good job about your history lesson about thanksgiving. I commend you. But thanksgiving, if you are an apostolic believer, is not one day out of 365. We need to learn to be thankful 
365 days, 52 weeks, 24-7. Why? Because no matter what is going on, God works things out well. Everything works together. I keep tethering to that message after message. Why? Not to convince myself, but to tell somebody here today, if you're streaming or listening in person, that everything will work together for the good. Hang in there. Stay with it. Don't retreat. Retreat. Move forward. See what God's wanting to do. Why? Because I'm trying to foster a spirit of gratefulness. I'm trying to foster a spirit of thankfulness. It is Thanksgiving, but it does cause us to pause in America to be thankful for what we have. But I'm preaching beyond this week, my friend. There's coming a week next week that's after Thanksgiving. So am I going to be hopeless next week? No, I'm going to be thankful and I'm going to be grateful and I'm going to be appreciative because God has spoken into his church and into our lives. And although Thanksgiving is where we pause and the whole world begins to reminisce about what they are thankful for and they begin to share, can I preach to somebody here this morning online or in person that you can be grateful and you can be thankful even after Thanksgiving comes and goes, even when you're in the valley and you're in a dark situation, how can you be grateful? How can you be thankful? Because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world and he that is in the situation and he that is in the atmosphere. Why? Because I serve a mighty God. God. And so I'm going to work at fostering a spirit of thanksgiving instead of silently taking for granted all of God's goodness and the overflow, what God has for our lives. What's the view of deep gratitude? How do you measure gratitude in your life? Real gratitude isn't just feeling you feel something good or you hope something is good. Real gratitude is a response or an action that demonstrates just how thankful we really are. We are commanded over and over in Scripture to give thanks to God and be grateful for His many blessings and benefits that He bestows upon us. The writer in Psalm 68, 19 says, Blessed be the Lord who daily loadeth me with benefits. Blessed be the Lord. Did you catch that? Who daily loadeth me, loadeth us with what? With benefits. Blessed be the Lord. I think the takeaway from Psalm 68 and 19 is the word daily. Daily God is looking to load you with benefits. Daily, God is looking for ways to load you with power and gratefulness and thanksgiving. God is looking to load us up. But here's my question to us as we look in the mirror. Are we looking to God daily to hear what God has for our life that day? If it's a benefit, if it's a blessing, if it's a spirit of gratitude, a spirit of thanksgiving, somewhere in my daily movement, and God is involved in that, if God's looking to do that, if I'm looking to see what God's doing, somewhere in the course of that day, God's going to find a way to get a spirit of thanksgiving to me, a spirit of gratefulness to me. But if I'm not looking for it, hello, I'm going to be hard-pressed to find what God's trying to do. And then the scripture just becomes a printed piece of paper of black and white, and maybe it has no power. Hello, somebody. 
But if he's looking for us, Brother Tony, to daily give you benefits and to daily bless you and to daily anoint you. I'm just here to tell you, my friend, it's not a God issue. It's not us issue. It's a situational that we get sucked into the environment and all the news and all the clamor and all the descending voices. If we're not careful, we can become very carnal from Sunday to Sunday. We can become very fleshly from Sunday to Sunday. That's why we've got to get in the presence of God in person or digital. Why? Because God, I want you to wash me clean. My spirit has been hammered this week and I've come against some things this week and I need to make some changes and I'm not feeling as good as I was, but I just got to get in the presence of God. I'm craving for a spirit of gratefulness. I'm craving for a spirit of thanksgiving and what I've gone through this week, I've not been able to find it with my own ingenuity, but I'm looking for an anointed word from God. That's why the word of God is so powerful and it's quick and it's powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword and it cuts. What does it do? My mentality that gets tainted. My connectivity to the ungodliness and the clamor and all the descending voices. Can I just tell you, my friend, I can't get caught up in that. We can't get caught up in that. We got to turn to God and realize that, hey, God's church always wins. God's people always win. Even if you don't feel grateful, I'm going to get in the house of God, and it takes one song, it takes one message, it takes one hallelujah to get me back to where God wants me to be and living upright and honorable before God. Hopeless? To grateful, hopeless to grateful. So my question to you this morning is where are you between the less and the full? Maybe you are grateful. Maybe you're not necessarily feeling hopeless, but the things of the world since March, keep pounding and pounding and pounding and pounding. And you're trying to find your way to where you used to be and live in God. And you're looking for a spirit of gratefulness. You're looking for a spirit of thankfulness. And thankfully, we got a week to just pause and think. And however you gather this week or you celebrate Thanksgiving, you'll pause and you'll think about things to be thankful for. And as any parent around the Thanksgiving table, you'll ask your child, what are you thankful for? What are you glad for? What are you happy for? And they'll answer that to the best of their ability. But me as a pastor, a spiritual father to some of us, I'm asking you this morning, what are you thankful for? What are you grateful for? What has God done for you that maybe you forgot to focus on because you got caught up in the way everything's going and we get distracted? I get it. I live in a real world. I'm a human being. But I just want to make sure that I come back to the Holy of Holies and say, God, I'm working very diligently on being grateful. I'm working very diligently on being thankful. Times are hard. Times are twisted. Times are uncertain. And it's very challenging. But God, I don't want to lose sight of what you've done for me all the way up to 2020. Look at the past years, how great God was and how great the church was, and how great your life was, and how great your family was, and how great your health was. Hey, don't judge God on one year. And what's happening isn't even a God thing as far as God's fault. You can't blame it on God. Life happens. It gets exasperated. But I think the response to God's people in the church 
during a pandemic is how I personally am going to react, Brother Tony, what's going on in the world, which effect, eventually affects our lives. Yes, it does. But how am I personally going to respond to this? Am I going to be, feel hopeless or am I going to have a spirit of gratefulness or a spirit of thanksgiving? We aren't just commanded to feel grateful. We are commanded to be grateful. Feeling comes and goes. I want to be grateful. Because there are times maybe that I don't feel grateful. But if I am a person of a grateful spirit, if you are a person of a spirit of thanksgiving, it's not dependent on the emotions or the event or the day or the spirit or the climate because when that moves away, I can still be grateful. Even when Thanksgiving comes and goes on Friday, I can still be grateful. Even in December or January in the coming year, I can still be grateful. You know why? Because it's not hinged or pinned to an emotion or an event or an atmosphere. What is it? It's God and I tethered together according to God's word. So in every situation, is it possible to be grateful? I submit to you this morning, the answer is yes. Is it possible to be thankful in a valley? I submit to you this morning, the answer is yes. And that does not come very easy when you're in the valley. That does not come naturally when you are in a dark moment in your life. But that's why I'm preaching to God's church this morning that we have to be grateful, not just feel grateful, but be grateful. And we need to show the people around us that we are grateful by our spirit of thanksgiving. God wants us to respond to him and to demonstrate our deep gratitude by what he's done for us. Here's the thing, folks. God has done so much for us and for his church. And because the way we do life has been altered and all that we are seeing and hearing, we've got to be very, very careful that our grateful spirit doesn't become hopeless. Because we are hearing and seeing and moving around the ungodly more than we're able to congregate in church. I mean, we've got to make sure that we stay focused. I love the song, Perfect Timing. God, I'm going to wait on you, Jesus. I'm going to wait on you, Lord. I'm not turning back. No, I'm going to trust in the Lord in all of his ways. He's going to order my steps. I'm going to lean into the voice of God. I'm going to lean into the worship. God has brought us this far. Again, I need to help somebody here this morning. If you're streaming with us or in line online, you need to understand, hey, this is just one year. You've got to look back and see how great God has been and how powerful and resilient the church has been over the years. We're in a little cycle that has down spiraling, but I want you to know that in that, my friend, I'm still preaching a spirit of thanksgiving. I'm still preaching a spirit of gratefulness. Why? Because if God is inside of me, he yields a spirit of thankfulness and gratefulness. And if that's really who I am, and I'm a born-again apostolic believer, then somewhere in my life, I'm going to find a way to be grateful. Hopeless to grateful. How grateful are you? 
when somebody sends you a card telling you how wonderful you are or wishing you happy birthday. You might respond with a sincere thank you. They spend a little money and a little time on you. What do you say? You say, thank you. That was nice. I appreciate that. That's definitely in line with the act of kindness towards you. But what if somebody gives you a car? They see that you're in need of it. Is your gratitude greater? Is my gratitude based on the size of thanks? Is my gratitude based on the size of gift? Is my gratitude based, does it move around depending on what is a little or a lot that I bring into my life? I want to preach to someone this morning. I feel like I need to help you. Because as a pastor, I hear the heartbeat of the people that attend here. I I see the lives. I, I see what we're going through and what we're trying to accomplish. I see the pain of people trying to move forward and to figure this out and the setbacks. But I I, I understand this. That's why I'm trying my best to preach to you on this Thanksgiving week about being grateful and not ungrateful. And maybe you stack everything up and you want to prove your point to me of why it's easier to be hopeless or ungrateful I understand. You see, that's the natural tendency of humanity is to compare where we're at to where we want to be. And if it's not where we want to be, then maybe I'm not as grateful because I feel like I've been cheated. Maybe it's not where I is easy to be grateful because I feel shortchanged, so I've got to manufacture some artificial gratefulness Because God expects it. But when I zoom out and I open the aperture of my life and I look from here to there, I realize there's much, much more to be grateful and thankful for than what has happened in 2020 and what we're up against today. I want to share that with you. And I think that I got a revelation this morning in verse 14 of our reading. It says this, And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves to the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. They were cleansed. Verse 18 and 19 reads as such. They were not found, they were not found that returned to the glory of God, saves the stranger. And he said to him, Arise, go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. I want you to look at the last word of that verse. Get it in your mind. It's the word whole. I want you to look at the last word of verse 14. Get that in your mind. 
that's cleansed. As I stared at that this morning and I asked God, what's the difference? Dictionary for cleansed is to remove by or as if by cleaning. To remove by or if by cleaning. Verse 19. Looked at the word whole. The dictionary defines whole as entire, full, or total. The entirety, the totality. Here's my takeaway this morning. The revelation. The illumination of God's word. Perhaps in verse 14... Perhaps in verse 14, the leprosy went into remission. You're clean. No more spots. No more scabs. You're clean. Maybe it's in remission. Then verse 19, what's the difference with whole? Perhaps in verse 19, the leprosy was eradicated. Because I studied, Brother Blair, 10 were healed, 9 comes back, 9 were cleansed, 10, 1 was made whole. What's the difference? If you all get the same thing, what's the glory of coming back? The word that changes, it goes from cleansed to whole. Cleansed to whole. The difference between cleansed and whole is gratefulness. His gratitude towards him. I wonder. You see, I can live a good life, but is your life blessed? What's the difference? What gives? I can be cleansed, but I can be made whole. There's a difference. I'm just trying to read between the verses to see the value of why you would want to go back and be grateful. See, the other nine just went on their way, had dinner with their family that night. Their skin was whole, cleansed. The scabs, the leprosy, the eating of the flesh, the disease, remission, eradicated. And watch this. For a while, Brother Blair, they lived the same life. But when you are made whole in Christ Jesus, huh, mm, 
as time puts along, you realize that I am whole from the inside out. Maybe cleansed is from the outside. I'm just thinking. Maybe success is from the outside, but maybe blessed is from the inside. What are you talking about, Pastor? Talking about a spirit of great fullness, a spirit of thanksgiving. You want to be cleansed, and you want to be made whole. And where those two scales were tipped, was when the one young man went back to Jesus and told him what? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. Hey, I just want you to be thinking about a spirit of gratefulness this week. Just a spirit of thanksgiving. And everything that has weighed upon you this week, this year, Go back to him. Say, God, I'm just coming back to be thankful. I'm just coming back to be grateful. And every time I find in Scripture that there's that relationship with God, Brother Tony, God excels in those areas. Be able to stand with me this morning, could you please? Maybe if you're at home streaming, it's appropriate. You want to stand with us to join in. Cleansed or whole? You know, that same day it happened, they looked identical. They all 10 went back and had dinner with their family, slept in their own bed, played with the kids that night. The families were ecstatic. Dad's home. My son's home. Uncle came home. But one was made whole for life. Can I tell you? We want to be that one. And the only difference, let me just say it again, the only difference is he turned back and made effort to go find the healer. What am I thinking? I'm thinking the spirit of thanksgiving was the bridge that made him whole. Let me pray for us. Lord, I pray for a spirit of thanksgiving upon all those who stream and are here in person. I pray, God, let us not just be acceptable to be cleansed, but that there's another level of virtue that begins when we return to you with a spirit of thanksgiving and gratitude and that we are grateful for what you've done for us. We are thankful for what you're doing for your church. God, let us embrace that spirit in times of uncertainty. Let us lean into the spirit of thanksgiving this week, next week, the months to come, regardless of, God, how the pandemic and the vaccine and the distribution of all this goes on, God. I must and I will 
have a spirit of gratefulness. And we say thank you. And we say we love you. And we say thank you for caring for us and keeping us whole and healthy. And to that, God, we're very, very grateful. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening. Special thanks to those who give generously to this ministry. It is because of you that this ministry is possible. You can visit our website or church app if you would like to give. And if you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe, like and share it with your friends, and tag us on social media. Because we want to witness with you what God is doing in your life. Thank you, and God bless.